0: Yo, what up? This is another episode of You're Gonna Be Okay. Welcome. I'm the host, Tony D. Mac. As always, got a special guest in the building. Give it up for my special guest, my girl,
1: Camille. Hey. What's up, Camille? Nothing, man.
0: Good fucking morning.
1: Good morning.
0: <laughs> I don't know how I don't know how we did this, but we, we made it happen. Welcome to You're Gonna Be Okay. How are yes. you? Doing good I'm doing okay.
1: You're doing are you doing okay? <laughs> I'm doing okay.
0: <laughs> doing okay. Camille is killing it in the stand-up world. She's think, out here balling out of control.
1: <laughs>
0: Big ballers booked on booked everywhere. You better catch her now before she's on TV. <laughs> TV mom, you know, saying we're gonna get her out here somewhere. Yeah, that's the plan.
1: That's the yeah.
0: that's the plan. That's the goal. Camille, how long how long have you been doing stand-up?
1: Uh, It'll be a year on April 17th.
0: Just a year now? No, full year. April 17th is your year comedy anniversary anniversary, That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. Crazy. How do you feel?
1: uh, It's wild, man. I mean, I started comedy just kind of like a creative outlet to get out there, and it quickly became like, oh, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Right. So it's been...
0: Fantastic. No, I've, I've watched I've watched you from, I don't know when I seen you first. I don't know where it was think at. I think the rabbit hole. Oh, uh, the rabbit hole was
1: awful. <laughs> <laughs> rabbit hole was awful. It do not always hold a special place in my heart. I I hold a, it would not hold a place in my heart <laughs> at all.
0: It was just, it was just terrible. When <laughs> I've watched you from uh, rabbit hole all the way to now where you're like producing shows, you're, like, booked everywhere. You're booked pretty much, like, every weekend, right?
1: Yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: <laughs> booked every weekend. I see Camille posting a flyer. I'm like, yo, Camille on this show. She's on this show. I'm like, yo, y'all better, y'all better get her now. Yeah. <laughs> better get her now.
1: It's crazy. I mean, in every every show that I'm booked on, I'm, like, those two years of Nintendo, like appreciate. I appreciate yeah. every opportunity. Because every, it's, like, I know every show that I'm booked on, it's, like, you went out of your way to pick me. Mm. And I'm going to... Come and do my absolute best to make sure that you're like this was the right fucking decision. I'm oh, glad yeah. I got Camille on the show. Yeah, like you're not gonna have no problem when you book Camille. I'm gonna be on time. I'm gonna be on. F- I'm, gonna try to be funny, you know? I'm trying to be funny. You know, trying <laughs> to be funny. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the goal. <laughs> I.
0: This is just my kudos to you. I. I personally feel like you are the best like female comedian in San Diego. That's just my. That's that's just me that's just my personal opinion i don't know who else mm-hmm. feels like that maybe a little biased
1: because you know we, like, i'm i'm, I'm not all i'm all not this, this this, this, it's not it's not
0: it's not bias it's not <laughs> i don't think i don't think it's bias I, that's just that's just me yeah. like there are other ones but i feel like you are the one who like yo from year one till now you've you've done more in a year than most would do and like you know Six years, you know what I'm
1: saying, like that, like yeah, five I mean, years. I think it's also, I came in at a. I I always say, like, my timing with things in my life has been divine, always. Like, things in my life seem to just start when they need to start. Like, I, this is year one for me, but this is also, like, the first year people coming out of the pandemic. You know, it's a different world. People were locked in their houses, and now this is, like, the first year that people are, I mean, the pandemic's not really over, <laughs> People are still getting COVID, but we all kind of which collectively is, are like, fuck is, it.
0: Which is crazy. Yeah. But, I mean, everybody's <laughs> out.
1: Everybody's out risking their lives to yeah. get some laughs. And, I mean, this that's yeah. the time I started. And it's like, I feel like I started my first year is also, like, a lot of people's first year out. So, it's like, we're just all trying to have a good time. So. I feel like also the San Diego comedy, like this whole scene is growing so much right it's now. It's growing a lot. Like, it's growing a lot. I feel like I came in at the ground floor of like a revamping, you know? Interesting. It's like changing.
0: That's interesting that you say it's like revamping.
1: Yeah.
0: Because like we got like all of all of San Diego then we got like even up here like Oside. Yeah. So which is like...
1: Growing. Everything's growing.
0: People start new shows and Vista or something. Like, right. Get out leave. Get out. <laughs> Stop trying to do shows up in the hood. Boy, I'm territorial now. Oh, like, no. Everybody's trying to do shows like, oh, Oceanside's popping. Let's
1: do some shows up there. No. <laughs> leave.
0: Stop it. Just cut it out. Cut it out.
1: I, mean, I know. That's, and that's crazy. Now I've moved to Oceanside at this like time where Oceanside is like, yeah. growing. So it's like, I feel like I'm just constantly getting in where I fit in yeah. and like finding that timing. Yeah. And I feel like that's also kind of something that makes me realize, like, this is what it's supposed to be. This is I'm doing what I need to be doing because yeah. doors are opening for me.
0: Well, very fast, though. Like, fast. like I I haven't seen anybody grow that fast in a long time. You know, like for real. Like that's that's kudos. To you you really thank like you, you, you really you. been working putting in work. You know what I'm saying um, like, what made you want to get into
1: comedy? Um, originally I just. Like right after I have recently had my daughter, and I've Camille's a mom. Yeah,
0: follow her at Whiskey Mom Comedy.
1: <laughs> yes, follow. I'll hang out. Let's hang out. Uh, <laughs> we'll get some whiskey. Yes, we will. We will. Um, so I had my daughter, and uh, a couple months after I had my daughter, I started back working from home, and I just really, my day job was just not something that I love. Yeah, and I. Just had this little person watching me, watch me do a job that I'm not in love with. And I just realized, like, I, this is not what I want her to see, you know. I don't want her to grow up and think that, like, you have to stay in a job that you don't, like, that doesn't make you happy because that's what adults have to do. So I wanted to find something creative, something that I knew would make me happy and go from there. And everything and everything pointed to comedy. Everything in my life has always pointed to comedy. Like so I was like, Well, I'ma just look up comedy, open mics, see what's out there. First thing obviously pops sure. up is Madhouse. So I was like, I'm going go. to house. Right, I'm gonna go check out Madhouse. Like, why not? And did you go
0: to a show or you just... went to an
1: open mic. Okay. And
0: you did you do it or no?
1: The first, I went to two that I didn't do. Okay. And then the third one, I was like, I'm going to sign up. I'm going to do that. And that was the one I did on April 17th. Mm-hmm. And I was, now you got to go back to Madhouse on April 17th. Yes, go. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I did get booked on a show at Madhouse. So I feel like it kind of was full circle. Like, yeah. it was like... This is where I started. And I got a chance to do a show. I'd love to do more shows at Madhouse. It was fun. Um, but I just started to go up and try it. And it was, like, just something that I was doing for myself. And to, like, show my daughter that she should try new things and stuff. Yeah. And it's just taken off.
0: So your first time, how did you do your first time doing stand-up?
1: Um, I didn't do great. <laughs> Obviously, it was not good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I got up there. I was so nervous. I think uh, where I got the whiskey mom from was I was so nervous that my first time I ordered a shot to go up and I didn't get it and they called my name like and I got the shot as they called my name so I like took the shot and then sprinted around the bar to get on the stage. Yeah. And I was like, one, out of breath because I had a baby eight months ago. <laughs> Two, smelled like straight whiskey because I was like drinking on the run. Yeah. And I like got up there and I'm pretty sure like the first thing out of my mouth was like, whew, I should not have done that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and yeah it was yeah. like, and everybody was like, looking at me like, done what? We yeah. don't know who you are or what you did, Oof. what's going on. So, it was definitely a. a iffy start yeah. but I mean I I went up there I talked about mom stuff and talked about like life stuff uh, so for like five minutes which uh, felt like an absolute eternity felt, forever. felt so long
0: five minutes in the comedy world is forever uh-huh. like when you first start it feels like like an hour right it feels like yo like my first time ever on stage like the guy gave me five minutes I did 45 seconds, forty-five seconds. <laughs> seconds That's it. And like, cause I, I just like everything just went, it was That's real, so it
1: was real. It was real. I was
0: like, only 40, forty-five seconds and went by. I was like, <laughs> I like I was up there
1: for a you know, Yeah, cause
0: it, like everything just went dark and oh,
1: it was like, it was scary. Right. Well, yeah. So madhouse, I went on a Tuesday and at Tuesday they were doing open mics on the main stage and so there was like people there yeah. and but it was like you're on the stage the lights were so bright I couldn't see anybody so I was like I have no idea how this is going like are people laughing are they not laughing is my fly open because I just ran like <laughs> what is what is happening right now yeah. and I mean I did the five minutes and I, I got off and I was like people were like you know you get the courtesy laughs because it's good your first time yeah. and you get the cheers I was like yeah give it up for a first time and I was like Man, I could fucking do this. Yeah, yeah. You know? Like, this, like, it was scary, but it wasn't bad scary. Yeah. It was good scary. It was, like, exciting. The good scary. The good, scary. The good scary.
0: It's pretty interesting. I never heard of spices. That. Yeah. That's the good scary. It is. Scary. It's, it's
1: that scary where you're like, I, I'm i scared of how this, <laughs> how this this, made me feel. Like, because yeah. now I'm chasing this. Like, yeah. I'm like, I feel like. Back in the eighties, like now now I'm chasing this now.
0: (laughs) (laughs) When when did you when did you experience your first ever
1: bomb? Ooh, uh first bomb bombs? Probably at the open mic at the Laugh Factory, on like, Wednesday? yeah, on a Wednesday. Yeah. It's mostly it's a lot of comics there, yeah. and the comics thing, don't laugh at your stuff. The comics don't laugh at your stuff, especially when your stuff is about caring for a toddler, because they don't care about that. Like, yeah. so it's like if if and sometimes they laugh at mom jokes, but yeah. they have to be like the dirty down. Mm-hmm. Like they don't want to hear about it, you know. If it's like, Oh, I love my daughter so much, absolutely not. Yeah. Cut that shit out. They don't want to hear it. So like that was the the first bomb bomb I think I had was one of their open mics. I mean I've had I think I've had other bombs but it was like you know, you still get like a chuckle here or there and you did, not everything totally misses, but yeah. that was the first time I think everything, like nothing hit. It yeah. was like dead silent. I was like
0: Do you want a quick comedy.
1: Uh, I didn't want to quit comedy but I was definitely like yeah I'm going to need to take a break like I I I,
0: like like, those bombs really like
1: I need to go home
0: those bombs make you just like I just want to quit sometimes I just want to like can I really do this and it's like it's that bad like you feel like what happens
1: yeah you know I think I've I've been lucky enough to been be surrounded by so many like comics that are like there's you can tell people who are really trying and people who are doing things and i've been lucky enough to talk to a lot of like you and like other comics that like reached out to me and like even when i so when i had the bomb like people were like well that's that counts you know that's you got it under your belt that's what you needed to do and so it happens happens. And it, so I didn't have to get off that stage and be totally alone, you know, and so I think and it also I think it made me More comfortable in it, you know, so it didn't make me want to quit. It was more like, okay now I know how this feels mm. So I can move forward knowing what the feeling is and knowing that it's not gonna kill me, you know <laughs>
0: Those bombs
1: right. No, it was definitely, it was definitely, right, We're talking about long five minutes, I think it was like, three minutes, and it felt like, ten hours,
0: oh, you know, yeah. it was when, they, when you bomb, this it, and then they like, as a professional comedian, it's like, even if you like, let's say you get booked for five minutes, or ten minutes, yeah. you bomb it, you gotta do your know,
1: ten, right, the whole yeah. thing, now, thing, the you whole, the whole <laughs> ten,
0: and that's like, that's the part that's like, you know it's gonna be bad, when your first two jokes don't even hit, you be like, alright, right, this is gonna be a long, long, 10 minutes. <laughs> it's going to be a long 10 minutes. Strap
1: first. in. Because
0: so, it, it happens. Like We all we all go through those bombs but like those bombs make you stronger. Yeah. Those bombs like, as a comic you're like okay like and just go back to the lab you yeah. got go back and like because people just bomb just be bombing like you ain't even
1: mm-hmm. fix anything. You ain't you you fix nothing. You told everything. the same jokes.
0: Right. You told it the same exact saying. way. you it's like beautiful. how like you, right. I don't think most comics understand like when they bomb. Right. Like, when I I immediately, like, lock myself in a room and be but, like, yo, I need to no, I didn't this work. I need to write. I need to, like, do something else to make this work. Yeah. You know, even if you have, like, a joke that you think is funny. Yeah.
1: The
0: audience might think it's funny. Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah. And it's okay to write something else. Right. It's okay to try some other shit. Right. I think most economists don't. They like to think, okay, I wrote this down. It's the funniest thing ever. I'm going mean, to keep trying to, and it's going to keep bombing Well, I think
1: sometimes people's jokes bomb, not because they're not funny, is people don't quite understand it, you know? And it's like, I feel like sometimes people take that as like, oh, you just don't get it, you just don't get me. And it's like, part of the job as a comedian is for people to understand you. Like, part of your job is so people can kind of get where you're coming from. So if that's your stance, like, oh, they just don't get me, that might be worth saying that, like single men crowd, sometimes they don't get me, and that's fine. Mm -hmm. But I still, if I know that's the crowd I'm going up for, I need to make an effort for them to try to understand where I'm coming from. Like, I'm not pandering to them, but I'm not going to talk about the intricacies of a C-section, because they don't, that's not their, they don't have that framework, you know. So I feel like sometimes like, comedy is art, and you are protective of your art, Mm -hmm. and every artist's art is different. But comedy is also, I feel like for me, comedy brings an audience and a comic together. It's supposed to be like telling a story together. Yeah. So if if they don't, if they can't be a part of this story, you gotta find a way to make them a part of the story. You're yeah. not doing your job. You yeah. Know? You can't just sit back and be like, "Fuck it, you don't get it, you suck." Like, yeah. yeah. That's not really what we're trying to do here. That's
0: a, a lot of people do that though. Yeah. It's like
1: they don't they understand. Have, that. They have
0: to be the audience has to be in on the joke. Right so like i've learned to give the audience enough information so now they're like oh
1: yes.
0: we know we know what you're talking about now. yeah you know what i'm saying like yeah. the audience is like because they don't sometimes they don't know when to laugh
1: right
0: they don't know when you're really supposed to laugh it's like okay we have all this
1: information we have
0: all this information where do we laugh at yeah. where
1: is the funny
0: part where is like where this? is the funny yeah. like in this dream like that's, and that's like my favorite part about comedy is crowd work. Like that's my that's my favorite part. Yeah. It's just being able to like interact with the crowd because, when you interact with the crowd, it just makes it so much better. Yeah. yeah. Like they now are in on the joke. Like yeah. every joke now is like I have a part where I write crowd work.
1: Yeah.
0: Let me see if I can like crowd work this part. Yeah. And then, cause like I'm like I right, have my premise. I'll ask a question to the audience. Crowd work it. Come yeah. back to my point. Back to my point. More crowd, Kind of, like... That's just common for me. But,
1: I mean, that's, like, how people connect with you. That's the, the, the sets, I feel like, people really... S- that stick with people are mm. the sets where they feel involved. Yeah. Like, the sets where, like, even if we have nothing in common, they're like, that, I, I get that. That's yeah. And that's... I feel like that's also when people, like, come up to you after a show, like, oh, my gosh, that's just like my uncle. That's just like my cousin. Like, yeah. That happened to me. Like, those are the shows uh, that nice. even though I have shows that are, like, people are laughing harder, yeah. the shows where, like, two, three people come up to me afterwards and, like, a hundred percent, like, I get that. I yeah. am, I am the same way or my cousin's the same way, my mom's the same way, my sister's the same way. Those are the ones I have the most fun at because you, I feel like you made a real connection at yeah, that point. Yeah.
0: that, those are always, like, when they, like, Chef's like, kiss. like yes. they come up to you it's like, I, I get it, like, that's so funny. Like, uh, I used to do this joke about uh, I worked at at and I would say uh, I don't people that don't have a case on their phone they like having unprotected sex (laughs) and like somebody came up to me and they showed me their phone I was like I'm one of those people that like unprotected sex and that shit would like that shit had me cracking them for like 10 minutes because it was like it was just random it was so like why did you like you came up I was like here's my phone it was like I'm the one of those people like unprotected sex it was so funny and I was like I I felt so good I was like
1: this guy gets it. This guy gets, he gets it. He gets it. the best feeling.
0: He gets it.
1: That's the best feeling. It's
0: whiskey mom, <laughs> you're a mom. What is your best thing about being a mom? What's your favorite good. part about being a mom?
1: Just hanging out with my daughter, man. It's so... She's learning so much. She's growing so much. Seeing her learn new things. Like, this week, she learned to jump. <laughs> How fucking fantastic is that? Like... How can you beat that? Like, that feeling of, like, just... And she can only... She jumps, and only one foot comes off the ground. Both feet don't even come off the ground. Well, she's so proud but to show you. She's so excited to just... That's the best thing in the whole world, It's yeah. just watching her learn new things. It's, like, a whole different feeling. And it's so funny, because, like, me and my husband, we're trying to, like... We, we don't curse in front of her. We don't want her to curse. We're trying to... But it's... So we use, like, alternate words. Like, oh, bananas. Like, oh... And it's, like, now our daughter sounds like Ned Flanders. Like, it's... Ned Flanders. Yeah. Like, oh, doodly. From, like, uh, The Simpsons. Oh, sh... God. Like, the the Christian neighbor from The Simpsons. Like, hi, he Home there. Like, yeah. oh, sh- Darn it. Like, like... oh, banana. Right. And I'm like, oh, you're such a little loser. <laughs> but it's so funny. <laughs> God, it's, God, like... It's, it's just... All of it is so fantastic, <laughs> man. It it's just... Just seeing this little person and it's just crazy. Yeah. So I think just watching her grow and learn things is so great. That's awesome. Yeah. That's like
0: that's cool as fuck. It's so cool. Were you scared to like you know your first kid? Oh
1: my god, so scared. I was like, I'm genuinely concerned. I'm gonna fuck her up. Like, still, who knows? You know, life is. But I mean. All I can do is support her and yeah. however she wants to grow. And honestly, all I want for her to, is for her to be happy. Yeah, I have like, a, uh, you have a
0: joke about you gentle parenting. Yeah, explain this gentle so gent- gentle
1: parenting is because like, this is
0: a hot topic right yeah. now. people are like, are we gentle parent like shut up.
1: Right, uh, so yeah, it's it's you know, it's, right. it's frowned upon. A lot of people, some <laughs> people don't like it, but it's like pretty much instead of like just like yelling at her and like no don't do that or like it's like explaining to the child giving them a chance to make their own decisions like giving her a chance to like make another choice like uh, we don't want you to touch the outlet instead of touching the outlet and just me like slapping your hand being like no don't touch the outlet i'm like instead of the outlet here let's kick this ball around like let's turn this turn this to make a better choice you know and um It's a lot more pieces to it, but I mean, it's also like, if she gets upset, like, or has like a fit or a tantrum, it's not like, don't cry, like stopping her from doing that. It's more like allowing her, like, we all get emotions, like, you know, I get upset about things that may not be a big deal to other people, so how can I tell her, like, don't be upset, don't cry, like, you want to have a fit, I'll sit here and let you have your fit. Let me know when you feel better, and I'm yeah. here if you want to hug or whatever, you know. And so I think it's a different. <laughs> it's just it's kind of like allowing her to make more choices for herself, and I feel like it'll help her like self-regulate. Yeah. But I mean, I'm gentle parenting, but I'm still old school. Like I'm not gonna let her run really around really? a restaurant and be like, act a fool, you know. We really? like, let like, spank out us. No, she's not. Not not gonna spank. <laughs> <laughs> but, not that far, but I mean, I, I'm not going to let her, like, do things that are unsafe, like, just because, like, some gentle parent is like, no, let's make a better choice, let's make a better choice. Is she about to fall off a table? Like, no, I'm going to pick her up and take her off the table. Like, that's wild. But um, if, if it's relatively safe and she's not going to actively hurt herself, I'll let her figure it out, you know. But if it's unsafe, then I'm not. Let that flag but I'm, we're not spanking or anything like that no spanking no, no, no spanking spankin'. did you get spanked as a kid I got spanked one time <laughs> <laughs> one, one time was enough for me to be like oh nah they're not playing right. what did you do that I was acting a fool so it was, <laughs> it was fair it was very fair I remember being an absolute monster in church and my whole the whole time my dad was looking at me like, you better stop, you better stop, and giving me the whole like giving me the eyes, giving me the eyes, you yeah. know. So I knew it was coming. And we got home, and he like spanked me like three times, but it was like extra hard. And Can I was just, yeah, and I. That's like, spanking. Uh, I cried my life away. <laughs> like I have never cried so hard in my life. Like I was distraught. If
0: he didn't say this gonna hurt me more than it's gonna hurt you. Yeah, it
1: probably wasn't the real spanking <laughs> either. It wasn't it wasn't a full fledged like it wasn't like no old school belts. And my parents they they got spanked. They got beat yeah. when they were I got life. spanked. Right. I got like
0: the real spankings. Yeah. I think the worst one that I got, uh my mom. Woke me up and told me to go to school, and I didn't. I got in the shower, went back to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> so my mom comes in the house, and you remember those girl belts? It's like a, like two thousands, and it had like a little circle things around it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, she took that to you know, like a slave, like whack. Up. Oh my gosh! Like I got spanked for real. Not like yet. switches. Uh, my dad had a he had a belt like this. This big, this thick. Mm -hmm. Got to use two hands to spank a child. I was like, "That's abuse,
1: dog." That's That's abuse. That's abuse. That's abuse. (laughs) That's not spanking. That is child abuse. (laughs) You were not spanked. You were abused. Nah, it's
0: for real. Like I was like, "Yo, like, what are we doing here?" Yeah. What are we doing
1: here? No, my parents were much more of the like emotional manipulation. It was a lot of like, "We're just so disappointed in your actions," and it's like. As an adult, you're just like, ah, eh, you know. But as a kid I was like, Ugh Yeah. <laughs> I let down like like you remember the movie Mulan? Yeah. It was like my ancestors <laughs> like my <laughs> ancestors. My parents made it seem like I didn't clean my room and I let down Harriet Tubman. Like, I let down everybody in my family line because I left these clothes on the floor. And emotionally, I was destroyed, you know. So, they were very good at that. And, I mean, hopefully I still have some of that manipulation in me when I get older because it worked. Yeah, did it work, I was it work? fine, you know? I, mean, I didn't do nothing too wild. Like, I thought I was doing wild things, but I really wasn't. I was doing very normal do you, things.
0: Do you see yourself, uh, like, parenting your kid as, like, your parents? or? Uh,
1: um, probably, like, the teenage years. My parents gave me a lot of... My parents were awesome. They gave me a lot of, like, chances to... Choose my own choices, yeah. but I mean they set firm boundaries. Like I thought they were being super strict, but looking back on it, they were being very fair. You know, just being like, parents. Yeah, they were just being parents. Yeah. Like I, I had like a curfew when I was in high school. Like when I was like 17, I couldn't be out past like 10, 11 o'clock, like 10 o'clock probably, yeah. and it's like. I thought that was, like, the strictest thing in the world. Yeah, that's like, very, very strict. But, I mean, mean, looking back on it, 17 after 10 o'clock, you're not even allowed to go in nowhere. What else was I doing besides getting into trouble? You know, there, there's nothing legally explicit. That's the point. Legally that's, that's the point. At, 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 at 17, like, I had a curfew.
0: So I had a My, my curfew with my mother was 1 o'clock.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And i moved with my dad. My dad was like, hey, look, 10 o'clock. I'm like, 10 o'clock, bro? Don't nothing happen till <laughs> don't nothing happen till 10. Right. Talk, what are you talking about? I'm not coming in the house at 10 to 10. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I thought it was so strict, I was like, now the older, I'm like, y'all, it's for real. Like, yeah,
1: I mean, it's trouble. Ain't nothing but trouble for like a 16 year old girl. Ain't nothing to trouble outside after 11 o'clock. Like, and when I was outside after 11 o'clock, I was getting in trouble. You know, what were you doing? Like, <laughs> just this? being wild out, going probably bowling. Bowling was like the only thing that was, <laughs> that was open for like the people who were 17. like we used to go bowling all the time, and I. I would be so excited to go bowling and I was terrible at it. And then after like four rounds, I was like, I fucking hate bowling. Like, yeah. why do we keep coming here? Bowling, aha. That was the only thing we had to do.
0: Oh, because we're from the same area. Yeah, like, yeah. Were well, you from the, the Boone's area, the boonies?
1: you from the boonies? <laughs> what are you talking about? How dare you? How dare you? you from the boonies. So,
0: we are both from Maryland. Mm-hmm. Maryland. She was in the Boones, the Boones area. The... Like, PG County? Cap.
1: How is PG is the boonies. That's and you the, were
0: in... that. That's the boonies from people who were, like... I live in Edgewood.
1: Which I is, was in... So, I was... I lived in Silver Spring. That's the Boones.
0: That's the Boones. That's out there. out there. You can't be serious. out there. You
1: can't be serious. like, anything past, You were like, in, like, Gaithersburg, right? No. why
0: was that? Like, you, Like... Think about, so, Baltimore,
1: mm-hmm. and if
0: you go down 40, yeah. we could take 95 or whatever,
1: yeah.
0: you'll end up in Edgewood, Maryland.
1: Yeah. Edgewood,
0: Maryland is close to uh, Delaware, close to Delaware.
1: <laughs> close to Delaware? It's close to Delaware. And you're calling Silver Spring and PG the boonies. It's the boonies that's out there. Delaware only thing in Delaware is like that picture of George Washington crossing the river
0: (laughs) how dare you
1: how dare you you was crossing the ocean blue you was in a fucking canoe with George Washington and you got the nerve to tell me that I was in Silver Spring I went to school in D.C. Like um, most of my friends lived in PG, you know, some of them lived in DC, but you know, like northwest, so like uptown, and we weren't close to Delaware, which is what made it even better. Oh,
0: you are close, close to DC. You say mo?
1: Yeah. Well, I didn't say mo that much. I, I didn't earn. I didn't. I would. I didn't spend enough time in DC to earn the right to say mo. Funny. But I heard mo.
0: You heard mo. multiple times. You heard mo multiple times. Mo, I
1: heard multiple mos. <laughs>
0: What's one thing you miss about the East Coast?
1: Um, I, I mean, my family. Most of my friends are still there. Like, friend. I mean, people who know me since I was like fifteen. It's a different level of friends, you know. And my family and stuff. Um, I'm. I, it's kind of like just. I miss being like downtown and just kind of like bouncing around from place to place it's, Like you can be on like different name you can be on h street you can be on u street and you could go from like a, a hip-hop club that's next to a edm club that's next to a, a place that's doing open jazz I and mean, yeah. you can just jump into each one of them and it's like each it'll be like within feet and you're having like five ten different experiences i feel like that's different in dc it's so mixed like you can have any whatever adventure you want to be on you can find it on U Street, you can find it on H Street, you can find it in Adams Morgan. You're going to get in trouble in Adams Morgan but Fine. you can find it in Adams, Adams. Adams You can find it in Georgetown like you you can have and I like all different types of music. I like all different types of environments like you could put me anywhere and I'm going to have a good time. I feel like, like you could fit in in most places. Like, I do. Yeah. I, I'm I'm very like You got a
0: chameleon like.
1: Yeah, I'm very like if it's music, I'm good. Like just not
0: just not know uh, screamo uh screamo or country.
1: No, I like metal. I like metal. I like country. Like I went I did a show uh with this it was like called the Scary Gary show. It was like in January. The theme was Halloween. Why? Cuz it, wow. it was a metal band and they had like in between the comedy, they were doing, like, hour-long, like, heavy metal, like, chop suey sets. Like that's funny. They had a character and everything, and it was awesome. <laughs> I was like, damn, they playing the hell out of this. Like, <laughs> am I a metal girl now? Like, yeah,
0: so, And you did comedy there.
1: Yeah. And I was like, man, how did, after I listen to an hour of music, are they going to want to hear these mom jokes right now? Like, yeah. And they were all for it. I mean, it was mom jokes, but I mean, it's other stuff. I just say mom jokes because that's easier to brand or whatever. I mean you have like a mom my
0: mom essence yeah, of like yeah. like I they, they hit them. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like it's just like a whole whatever your brand is. You yeah. T V mom, you know I can yeah. like get you like a I don't know, write you a script like all right, T V mom Camille. You know what I'm saying Disney
1: Channel mom. Right. I don't even but if I do that I don't even wanna have a name. I just wanna be like mom comes in that's what I wanted to say on the script don't even say for me like just <laughs> we'll mom enters like don't even I don't even cause I don't wanna be like paparazzi famous I wanna be like residual check rich you is what
0: I'm looking like, for alright I, I compared to like Kim Kardashian famous
1: no that's Michael not, Jackson no. famous so like I wanna be like Dolly Parton famous Because Dolly Parton wears, like, a wig, and she wears those fancy outfits. Yeah. And then when she goes home, I think she lives in, like, Tennessee or something, Mm -hmm. she takes off the wig, and she just shops. She's just regular. She chooses when people come up to her and when she doesn't. Like, she got a husband. You, like, there's, like, three pictures of Dolly Parton's husband, Mm -hmm. like, out there. He has his space. So I want... That's what I want. I want a chance to, like... When I want to be on, when I want to be Camille Waters, when I want to be performative, Mm -hmm. I want people to know who I am. But Mm -hmm. when I don't, I still want to have the space to not do that. Because, like, I had my first interaction. (laughs) I had the first time somebody seen me in a grocery store and shouted me out from comedy. And I was super excited. And we're talking. Mm -hmm. And it was great. And when she left, I realized I was holding Preparation H the whole time, which is like hemorrhoid cream. I just had this whole conversation with this woman, with hemorrhoid cream in my hand, and I was like, I want to spontaneously combust. <laughs> 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 I wouldn't want to
0: explode right now, because this is terrible,
1: <laughs> and it's like, that's what I'm saying, I want to, I, I want both, like, yeah. I, and I know that's not, like, normal now with social media and... TMZ and paparazzi—you don't really get a chance to
0: have both. But I'm gonna figure it out. Well, I feel like we are—we are our own—we are our own paparazzi. Yeah. We don't have yeah. to rely on like TMZ or anybody like that. Yeah. got our cell phones and yeah. stuff like that. Um, <laughs> but it is like a—it is cool when people you come up to you like they see you somewhere. Yeah. You're like same thing. And then the grocery store. Mm-hmm. I'm doing Instacart. Right. The lady was just like, "Oh, don't you from at the comic store?" I'm like, "Yeah, but I'm." working right now I'm doing I'm I'm doing I'm
1: very busy I'm
0: Instacart right now lady trying to get money to pay rent that's what I'm trying to do right now and that's like so it's like a balance
1: yeah and I I also I loved it I was super excited that somebody like could see and that's a huge deal you know especially for somebody who's only been doing it a year like for somebody to come up and be like oh my god I loved you I saw you and blah 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 I'm like that's dope that's I'm saying like you only you only
0: a, a year in you know what I'm saying so like being a year in think about you, you're, you're two years in right like from a year you started barely can do it and now you're fucking doing 15, 20 yeah you know what I'm saying yeah. like that's the that's the crazy part of it like yeah. most people are not even doing 20
1: yeah in a year yeah
0: you know f- they're not doing 15 they're still doing 3, 5
1: yeah
0: I'm saying like you can't like like with this, don't never get complacent. Always it's a dog cool. <laughs> I don't know. That's crazy. Yeah. But don't get complacent. That's yeah. so that's that's pretty much my whole spiel on that. Yeah, yeah,
1: definitely. I mean I'm definitely gonna keep pushing. oh
0: well, yeah. Where can the people find you, actually?
1: Man, looking for me.
0: If you're looking for Camille, looking you, better for <laughs> you better get her now. better get her now before it's a $1,000 to come see her.
1: Everywhere, Whiskey Mom Comedy. I've, I've taken that in, like, Whiskey Mom Comedy on Instagram, Whiskey Mom Comedy on Facebook, Whiskey Mom Comedy on TikTok, Twitter. Looking for me, WhiskeyMomComedy.com.
0: Whiskey Mom. All of it. Comedy. Comedy.com. Buy her some whiskey. What's your, what's your last, last name before we wrap out of here? Yeah. What's your favorite whiskey?
1: Normally, I'm Jack. It's just... Just a Jack? Jack girl. Jack. Jack. Regular Jack. Jack honey. Jack honey. You know, that is my... That's my... Especially pre-show. I'm going to have a shot of Jack, and I'm ready to go.
0: Buy her a shot of Jack.
1: Hey, give me a Jack sponsorship. A Jack
0: sponsorship would be so hard. I need some sponsors for this fucking podcast. (laughs) All right. I've been Tony D-Mac. This has been Camille Waters. Thank you for coming and you know doing this thank you know, for trying having to get you forever
1: is, i know i yeah. know it's mom's schedule
0: well I'll, I'll get you back on you know we're gonna have a anytime. Nice, little, nice little run anytime uh this has been an episode uh you're gonna be okay and
1: oh wait i have a show my first produced show is coming up if this is out before then april oh. 15th uh it's at san diego mission bay boat and ski club Gonna be great comics on there and hopefully they'll be I'll be doing more so I can get people like Tone on the next one. you Um but so it's April fifteenth, Mission Bay Boat and Ski Club, tickets fifteen dollars. Uh, me fifteen fifteen short Jake, Walter Ford, Kimballs uh in Mount Hall. It's it gonna, gonna be good, headlining. Lineup. It's gonna be it's gonna be a killer and show. I mean, I mean, get all these people while you can at fifteen bucks.
0: F- at fifteen dollars. Hey, fifteen dollars. We, we are on the same show. Show I'm producing at Witch Creek Winery on 18th. April eighteenth. The day Ooh. before my birthday.
1: Ooh.
0: Uh so yeah, we'll be there drinking some wine, getting you know getting wine. Lydia in
1: the City.
0: Lydia <laughs> in the City. We We Liddy in the city. We Liddy in
1: the city. (laughs) So come
0: check us out. Check Camille out. Keep following the podcast from our episodes and you're going to be okay. You're
1: going to be okay.